Hey friends, this is Minor Issues. I'm Lily Halloran. After a long absence filled with lots of exams, I'm finally back to publishing episodes. This week, in honor of Pride Month, our freelancer Rhea and her friend Dylan are on the podcast. They talk about their experiences coming out and discuss the current climate surrounding the LGBTQ community. How is Gen Z promoting acceptance? What effect do the anti-LGBTQ and anti-trans bills have on the world? Whether you're out and proud or you know nothing about the community, Dylan and Rhea share an important message filled with advice for those who want to be allies, for those who are struggling to come out, and more. Thanks for tuning in this week. Prejudice. The healthcare debate. College tuition. Police brutality. Pollution. Mass incarceration. This is Minor Issues. I'm Rhea. I'm 16 and I live in New Jersey. I'm bisexual and my pronouns are she, her. I am Dylan and I also live in New Jersey. I'm going to be 16. I'm 15 at the moment and I am gay and my pronouns are he, him. You guys came out together, right? So would you just mind like telling me your story and then what was that experience like for you all? Yeah, so both of us, we met in sixth grade and we were in the same friend group and I came out to him in seventh grade and he came out to me in ninth grade, but we kind of went through, I guess you could say the whole process and the journey together. And he came out to his parents first and then he was kind of like my rock and encouraged me to come out to my parents. In the beginning of our friendship, we didn't really know each other were like part of the LGBTQ and we grew to know that about each other and help each other through it and becoming more comfortable with ourselves. And that's why our friendship's so valuable. That's really great. So what does Pride Month mean to you? What are you guys celebrating this month? For me, Pride Month means celebrating a part of myself that I'm proud of. This month is important because it's a time where people fought for human rights and fought for equality. And I think that those people should be celebrated and I'm super thankful for them. I want to celebrate the people who are out as well as the people who aren't out and the people who want to be out. They're just as valued as we are. Have either of you experienced adversity or discrimination of any kind because of your sexuality? Before I came out, I experienced a lot of people assuming my sexuality because of like the way I act and the people who I wanted to be around. And they used a lot of derogatory slurs towards me. Um, So yeah, I guess it was pretty hard and it was upsetting, but we're here now. So according to a Gallup survey conducted in 2020, one in six Gen Z members aged 18 to 23 identify as LGBTQ+, and this number is likely to rise as we become adults and other members of our generation become adults. Why do you think this is? I think that now things are becoming more accepted and this generation is really emphasizing that it's important to be who you are and you only live once, so you should be true to yourself. I think more and more people are realizing their sexuality and especially because there are so many more movies and musicians and people that are coming out and it's becoming more mainstream and shown in the media. And I think that allows people to understand who they are and figure out things about themselves. Influencers have been coming out saying that they're part of the LGBTQ. It's super important for people who are in the public eye to make sure that everybody who follows them knows that mental health especially is important and make sure that people know that they can be who they want to be and be happy with it. 
even if it's influencers that are just allies, but they're showing that it's okay um, to have friends that are part of the community. That's super important too, because it shows again, like the younger generation that, you know, they can support friends and be good allies to them. Yeah, I really think overall the world as a whole is becoming more accepting. I think it's great. That being said, already this year, there have been several anti-trans and anti-LGBTQ bills that have passed or are going to be passed. How do these things make you feel? Um, They make me feel angry and they make me feel upset because I feel like every time we take a step forward, we take two steps back and it gets really frustrating to watch this happen and like be reported in the media. And I know, especially for the trans community, there have been a lot of medical and healthcare related bills that are being passed against them what they're going through is extremely hard to pass medical care bills against them and to invalidate them like that is extremely disrespectful. Many people, they just don't understand that like this is who we are and we can't change who we are. And they're just trying to put an end to our ability to be comfortable with with ourselves. And it's just sad and it's it's hurtful. And it makes me so upset that people are trying to put a block in between us being happy and moving forward. It's just it's so upsetting. It's just so wrong. And I also think like for people from small towns or places that aren't really accepting of who they are and they might still be in the closet, you know, watching these bills and again, watching this invalidation happen is extremely frustrating. And I think that I'm fortunate enough to have Dylan and other people that I can talk to about it because I am in a pretty accepting place and I can express my frustration and anger. But for people that are going through this alone, like it's definitely got to be super hard for them to not only feel stuck, but to also watch other members of their community have bills passed against them that make them feel like they're not worthy. With that, what advice would you give to someone who is struggling to come out? I figured it out when I was 11 and it was kind of like four or five years of kind of knowing and figuring out. And I think what gets super confusing is labels, even within the community, it feels like, oh, there's so many different things you can be. What category do I fall into? If you're struggling to come out, I think it's really important to know that you don't have to label yourself as anything. You can just say, oh, I'm part of this community and this is me. And you don't have to put yourself into a box. And I know it can get super frustrating because I think it's human nature to label yourself. But if you're struggling to come out, I think it's important to validate the different stages of figuring out who you are. I know everybody's different, but it's really important to know like you do only live once and you have to be proud of who you are. Yeah, like Rhea said, you have one simple existence to be who you want to be. And I just want people to know that no matter how hard it is to come out, it's not worth sacrificing your mental health just to keep yourself closed up and in this closeted space instead of being happy in who you want to be with the people you want to be and these people that make you comfortable. After this quick break, Rhea and Dylan share more insight about the LGBTQ community and more advice. Stay with us. What are some issues that are surrounding the community that we need to solve in order to help LGBTQ people feel more accepted? What we can do actively right now is make sure that people aren't miseducated and really teach people, you know, the different parts of the community and the different aspects and attributes of it. And I think a lot of the times people don't understand the true meaning and the true history behind the slurs that they use. And I think by educating people about that, it kind of creates an understanding of what the community has been through for so many years. Yeah, I feel that social media has been so important because you can't exactly change the way that people think. So people are like breeding this into their children that like there's something so wrong with being trans or being gay, being part of the LGBTQ in general, being what they know as different. 
And social media is so important because it teaches people that there really is nothing wrong with this. Not everybody is going to be like you and that there's no problem with that. Do you think that we have power as a generation, more power to break down that stigma and shift that thinking that being LGBTQ is wrong? I think so. I think with Gen Z, we're all super strong-headed and we really, really know that our words matter and our voices matter. As a generation, we're you know, learning how we can use them. We've gotten super good at learning how to make the best of what we have and then apply that to helping other people. So I definitely think as a generation, we're good at it. For sure. What advice would you give to someone who wants to be a better ally to the LGBTQ community? Just to be a good ally is just knowing that people in the community have been through a lot and are usually going through a lot. And all I have to do is just be supportive of them. If they just need somebody to talk to, somebody to vent to, or if they don't want to talk at all, I think it's just important to let people in the community know that you're there and that if they need to talk, they have somewhere somewhere to go. And again, it's the whole aspect of the labels, not pressurizing them to fit into one category and just accepting that they might be fluid throughout the community or decide that one day they might be something and they want to change it to another thing. And also being respectful about pronouns and things like that. I just think it's being respectful and supportive. And I would say don't ever be afraid to speak up to, even if it's your close friends or anything, if they're using derogatory slurs or saying things that you don't necessarily agree with, be afraid to speak up um, if you believe that it's wrong. Definitely. I think it's important to acknowledge that everyone is different and no two people are going to have the same experience or identity or circumstances, but... What is one thing that you want the listeners to know or to take away this Pride Month? Whatever stage of your journey that you're on, if you're out and proud, if you're in the closet, no matter where you are, what you are, you're valid and you need to know that you're worthy and important. Everybody's human and humans can love other humans no matter what their sexual orientation may be or how they identify. I hope that one day it gets better if you're struggling and it will get better if you're struggling. I want the people to know that if you are in the closet, keeping yourself bottled up and keeping your emotions bottled up, it's not worth it. So it could be hard, but I promise you that everything will come out good in the end. And I also know it may be hard for people because they they lose relationships. And I know it's scary, but sometimes relationships have to end for you to be a better version of yourself. Are there any resources that you have for people who are still in the closet that you would recommend for them? A resource that I found super helpful was a human rights campaign. Even if you just go on their Instagram or on their website, there's a bunch of resources that they have listed. The human rights campaign is a great way to just find out more about the LGBTQ plus community and, you know, resources that they have. But there are also shelters pretty much everywhere in the United States that specialize in LGBTQ plus youth. And if you're of age, you should definitely check them out and, you know, think about volunteering there. Because even if you do it for a day or if you do donate like $5, it's still worth something and you're still helping people. Again, on social media and stuff, you can always find accounts that are willing to talk and just people in general that are all over social media that are willing to talk.
thank you to Rhea and Dylan for talking with me this week, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Minor Issues. We're glad to be back after so long of an absence, and we hope that you liked the episode. If you want to share your feedback, start a conversation, or if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. And if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, email us at minorissuespodcast at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram. I'm your editor and host, Lily Halloran. Eunice Bakarov produced this episode, and I want to give a big shout out to everyone else on the Minor Issues team. The list is too long to say no. Thank you all for everything you do to promote this podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode coming out in two weeks on July 14th. If you want to learn more about Minor Issues, you can visit linktr.ee slash minorissuespodcast, which is also linked in this episode's description. Have a great day.